0: I know you feel
1: bad about the deer But it's not your fault Things die It's part of life It's bad to kill But it's not bad
0: to die. You die? Well,
1: yes, someday. I die? I don't know. Transmission started.
0: And now it's time for flushing it in.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Flushing In. I am John Stenning and we're here with Casey Terracone. Hi. Hi Casey, thanks for coming. Um, so you've probably never heard of this show before. No. We talk about death. And um, first I'm going to ask you, uh, this is a hot, real hot button topic in 2016, was celebrity deaths. Right? Yeah. Which celebrity death resonated with you from 2016? I'm kind of putting you on the spot here.
2: Oh shit Was Was um, Johnny Winter Is that In 2016 Or is that 2050
1: I don't know When did He died Let's see if he Falls into the category Oh my god He died in 2013 No Jonathan Winters
2: Johnny Winters
1: Oh is that That's a different person I don't know Blues musician Oh yeah No I was thinking Of Jonathan Winters The um, voiceover Artist, <laughs> T- Johnny Winter,
2: yeah, twenty fourteen.
1: Ah, oh, damn it, my man, shot. That's well, fine. I was
2: I was gonna say that one because yeah, um, no, why? Go ahead. It's not so much that I mean I had listened to him like pretty. I just dipped my toes into it. I didn't really care about it too much, but I really liked the Firebird that he played. Oh, like an all white Firebird. Yeah,
1: see a picture right here. Yeah,
2: and. Um, the day he died, when I was living in Houston, Texas, I had bought an all-white Firebird. Oh, because really? I thought he looked so cool, it bu- and, but not knowing, not that he knowing had died, that he died, so That's I interesting. felt I pushed him out of the world.
1: That's very interesting. Yeah. So I think you are one hundred percent to blame.
2: Yeah, no, for, absolutely. Oh, well, well, he was—he's he's from uh, Beaumont, which is pretty close to Houston. Okay, t- yeah. So I fell partially responsible for his death. Oh
1: well, do you, did he die in Beaumont as well? No, he died in Switzerland. Yeah, he's on tour. Oh, oh boy, that what a shitty way to go, mm. or, or maybe a good way. Yeah. Doing what he loved, I guess.
2: Yeah. You know? Well, so that's that's 2014. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would say Lemmy, but I think everyone saw that coming. Yep. Yeah. I still felt sad about it. Yeah, I was sad.
1: Yeah. We were listening to some Leonard Cohen before we started recording. He was, died. Isn't that 2017? No, he died in 2016.
2: Wow, my timeline's off. Um. I think that I was probably most emotionally affected by Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Dying. I like, I, when I, speaking of Texas, when I first moved back from Texas, um, my friend had just opened up a studio. Yeah. And um, I didn't have any songs to record, but he was like, Yo, you should come check out my studio. We haven't seen each other in a few years. So we went up there and I just... What I was playing in Texas was just all Leonard Cohen covers. Oh, really? So we covered like five different songs. Nice. Just because he's he's, he's an amazing poet.
1: Yeah, oh my god. I mean, absolutely amazing. Um, So then we have this thing that we do here. And basically, I've created a Deadpool for 2017 about who you think is going to meet their demise this year. Okay. So if I can put you on the spot further and ask you who you think... Might, uh, you know, kick the bucket in the in the calendar year that is twenty seventeen in the celebrity obsessed culture that we live in, where everyone cares more about celebrity deaths than they do their own friends and family. Yeah. Um, what son of a bitch do you think? Is it who I want to die? Sure, it can be whatever you want. You can interpret this however you'd like. <laughs> I don't want any. That's perfect. I like that. That's good.
2: (laughs) Um, Let's see. Who do I... Who would I expect to die? Is Paul McCartney still
1: around? Well, that depends if you're a conspiracy (laughs) theorist or not. Because some people think that he died quite some time ago.
2: Yeah, I only had recently heard that story. Yeah. Um, Eric was the one that told me. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Friend of the podcast, Eric Kelly.
2: Um... Uh, let's say let's say that the man who's living in his shoes is gonna kick them out. Yeah, it's like William
1: Campbell Junior or something, I think, is the guy that they think there's they have like a know. similar chin scar or something. <laughs> you know, I, I really love the conspiracies. Okay, so um so now that we got that covered, we'll put you in the Deadpool. If Paul McCartney dies, you win. So is far there money? Um, maybe. I haven't quite figured out the logistics, but of, like, the 20 or so people that have been named to die this year, no one's died yet. Really? H.W. Bush has been the closest. Cool. Someone said H.W., and then he had a rough... But then then he was at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, he's back. He looked like shit at the Super Bowl, though. Um, so, Casey, how often do you think about death?
2: Uh, probably pretty often. Yeah,
1: Yeah. You know, whether it be your own or, or that of others, often. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: um... Uh, my mom kind of puts some fears into me because she always she she talks about death quite a bit, and one thing that she always tells me is that she has a recurring dream in which a ship goes down, yeah, and she finds my body washed up on the shore, oh. sitting on like a plank of
1: wood. How often do you uh, how often do you travel by boat? I've been on like three boats, <laughs> and so is this? Does it make you? Does it maybe make you a little bit scared of getting on a boat? Like, do you think there's any, any sort of truth to this premonition? Or, no, I mean, I, I have like
2: ideas about what dreams like that could mean. It just yeah. to me seems like my mom's worried about me, sure, right? <laughs> um, but I talk to her about death quite a bit. Um, I write, I think my music is like somewhat apocalyptic, mm-hmm. and I tend to bring the subject up yeah just because the scene itself like revolves around like an existential
1: right dialogue how would you explain your music to people who are listening and they might want to check it out um
2: well it's called rock up god it's uh kind of just like medieval influenced folk hell yeah it's like a very colonized sound that i use to like Bring about like more indigenous culture belief systems through the colonized music
1: awesome maybe we, maybe if it's okay with you we maybe can put a death theme song at the end of this podcast sure yeah. all right Fuck yeah. cool um you've ever thought about um how you'd want to die like do you want to go out peacefully do you want to go out like with a bang extremely maybe they pull a prank on some <laughs> people when you're dying uh i you know? haven't really
2: thought about that recently but um when i was living in uh, in texas there was this uh, this lady that I was interested in, and we were doing this like cute thing where we made each other death playlists. Oh, nice! Yeah, it was it's very corny and cheesy,
1: but a uh, playlist to go out on. Yeah, it was
2: yeah. like the the songs you would hope to die to. Nice. Yeah, um, I don't remember what was on mine, but I I don't know I I don't really care how I go out. I hope in battle.
1: In battle. Yes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. But I think, yeah, you say you don't care because, uh, to me at least, it doesn't really matter how you die. Mm-hmm. Because then you'll be dead. Yeah. You know? Then you're gone. Right, you're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I feel the same way. Like, I don't... It, it, peacefully, I, a lot of people like to say they want to go peacefully. And, in there. and I'm not trying to slight people who say that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, to me, it's like it could be uh, in an explosion I'm okay with that yeah. you know uh, you know people you'd be euthanized sure yeah euthanasia yeah. killing me just I'm not talking about euthanasia I'm talking about the younger people in the, the continent of Asia killing me oh uh, yeah to, um, each <laughs> to each his own to each uh, his own oh have you ever thought about um, what would be done with your body after your death are you a are you a burial guy are you a cremation guy um, I don't
2: know that I've ever thought about it my my, back to my mother she tells me like once a week that she needs to be cremated that she needs to be cremated yes
1: and why
2: Uh, she just I think it I think it's a financial thing oh okay yeah you know, I think yeah, it's funerals cheap. are
1: very expensive yeah it's probably it, I would assume it's cheaper yeah because when it comes to like an actual burial you're like paying an exorbitant amount for coffins yeah. and the whole service and well, she had actually told me too. If I
2: ever find her dead, yep. that don't even go through the trouble. Just set her on fire, just take the ashes and bring her back to Connecticut. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm probably not
1: going to do that. That seems like it'd be like the most the most intense case of going rogue when it comes <laughs> to something. Like, how would you? That's going to be a pretty hot flame, I think, probably. to turn a human body into ash. Yeah, right.
2: Yeah, woods easier, I think.
1: I'm, yeah. <laughs> I think so, too. Um, but you've never thought about it yourself.
2: No, not really. Yeah. Um, I assume I would want to go back into the earth Yeah. from which we came. Sure. But I also, I like gravestones. I think having a cool one would be...
1: You've ever thought about what your epitaph might say?
2: Oh, probably something real cheesy.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. hang in there. <laughs> A yeah. uh, mon. Oh, what if you died on a Monday and it's like Mondays? Am I right? <laughs> something like that.
2: Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna um, use that. I'm gonna write that down.
1: Mondays. Am I right? <laughs> oh boy. Or like that cat poster. Hang in there. Mm. Or something like that. I like that.
0: Would that be if I was hung? Oh, or maybe hanged?
1: hanged. Right. Yeah. Why is it hanged and not hung?
0: Because
2: hung has other implications.
1: Like a big penis. Yes. Yeah. Yes, gotcha. Or and other things maybe. Um. So I have this uh, article here in front of me that I found today. It's about, it is uh, 10 bizarre death rituals from around the world. I don't know how I feel about the term bizarre, because if this is how people do it, then it's just interesting. A little sketchy. But this first one is endocannibalism. You ever heard of this? No. For some cultures, the best way to honor the dead is by eating them. Okay. Referred to as endocannibalism. Is that Um, like when
2: you do an endo on a bike?
1: Yeah. You do an endo on a bike while you're chomping on someone's, like, uh, calf bone, you know, eating them. I'm going to do that. Endo-cannibalism. So yeah, they apparently the cultures that do this...
2: BMX culture.
1: Yeah, it's BMX culture uh, from Papua New Guinea and uh, mm-hmm. the Wari people of Brazil, who I don't know if you've ever seen them do a fishtail 720, but they're some of the best around.
2: I figured, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, then there's the Tibetan Buddhist celestial burials, which uh, is very interesting to me. They call them sky burials, where basically they feed the deceased to wild animals. And like, they let the animals come in and feast on the body. So, like, you're really becoming part of nature after that. Yeah. Which is, is really just wild to me. So, would you ever want to try anything like this, maybe? Or uh, I don't know.
2: I actually like the idea of animals coming and eating you. Right. Because it's like... It's like the same theory we have about like a body goes into the ground fertilizes the grass animals eat the grass they right. shit it out fucking right. fertilizes a tree you know what I mean yeah. it's like life out of life it's like a
1: very easy to harness form of reincarnation yeah we've t- I th- I've talked about this on the show before but there's one there's one method where they will take your, your remains your ashes mix them with soil and like put them in this bulb sort of thing that you can plant into the ground and it will grow into a tree Wow. Which I think is really rad. Yeah. And I, and I like the idea of of being buried and being com- becoming part of the earth. The only problem is is like once a person is buried in a specific spot, you can never bury any, You can never do anything with that land again, mm-hmm. which is crazy to me, you know? Yeah, we like,
2: do take up a lot of space with bodies.
1: A lot of space. And I, there are some cultures that will... Um, like in South Korea, I believe, they dig the body up after 60 years or something because... It's really hard to find space, and real estate is you know really pricey. So they dig the bodies up, and then they'll bury someone else. I think it stays within the family or yeah. some sort of thing like that. But um,
2: well, as you know, Providence is kind of known for moving bodies around. Yeah, yeah. Like um, on the east side of Providence, they've had to, they had to like at one point in history, I can't remember exactly when, but they had to when the rich people wanted to move onto the east side and yeah. closer to the water, yeah. at, where all the slaves were at the time. Uh-huh.
1: Blackstone Boulevard area that over uh, there? Well, closer down to Close. towards,
2: da- uh, towards downtown. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Because um, I don't think Blackstone Boulevard was built up too much back in like the 1700s. Gotcha. Years. But um, so what they did is they kicked everyone out and we're like, okay, well, now we got to dig up all the bodies. Wow. Made. I didn't know. So that. they moved it to the North Burial Ground.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: Yep. And uh, as far as I know, it wasn't really well. Uh, Curated, sure, doing that move, right, right? So, I'd imagine there's still quite a few bodies on oh, Benefit Street. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, Swamp Point is a really interesting cemetery. Yeah, you know, like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft is buried there. Yeah. Well, actually, he's not, he's not buried there, no. it's just a gravestone. Yeah, oh, interesting. Where I, is he buried? I don't know,
2: but. He is not buried in Swan Point Cemetery. Oh, what the hell? Why I think he might he... be North Burial Ground. Oh, okay. Because that's what I think, what, what I'm saying is like, they, they just kind of like, we're like, all right, well, we got a bunch we of gotta bodies. We got to move them all. Here's a plot of
1: land. This might be H.P. Lovecraft. It might be Susie. From... Q. Yeah, Susie Q from Providence. Yeah. Everyone knows. You got, if you're not from Rhode Island, you probably don't hmm. know what we're Well, about it
2: stands about. for Susie Quiznos.
1: Right. And um, she was the founder of Subway. <laughs> Ironically. Yeah, it is ironic. Uh, what about a Viking funeral?
2: Was I only set them on fire on a yeah. thing of logs and then push it out? And yeah. You
1: see. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I like that. The Vikings um, are weird. Yeah, they are. mortuary totem poles, uh, Aboriginal. It's really interesting. I will have to share this article. Yeah. Um, I really like the the idea of a um, a burial a Viking burial because, like, then someone has to shoot an arrow with flames at this floating. You know, boat with your body on it, and then it bursts into flames and sails off into the sunset. It's really romantic.
2: I always thought that was so Hollywood. but It is very that, ho- yeah. I
1: mean, it does sound very Hollywood. but That seems hey, awesome. Io 9gizmodocom says it's legitimate. Well, <laughs> so unless they are uh, quote unquote fake news, then you know that's, uh, that's the way to go. It's hmm. uh, a little so, un American way to go though. It is. Yeah. Vikings aren't American. I should have turned that sound off. Um, oh boy, the editor is going to be pissed. <laughs> um, have you ever thought about uh, like how long you want? Like, Do you want to live to be an old man? Do you want to go out maybe uh, in your prime? Um, no,
2: I, I think I want to take it as far as I can as go. As far as you can. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. push
1: it. So uh, you hear people, or maybe you haven't, but in science, saying, like, the first person to live to be 200 has already been born. Uh-huh. Casey, you're that person, how does that make you feel?
2: It's not, that is not
1: possible. No, I you don't I have not think been so. taking the correct steps to be that man. To live to be 200? Yes. And uh, so, you say that you're not, are you not a health-conscious person?
2: I think that I'm moderately health-conscious. Yep. You know, I walk a lot. Uh-huh. Try to take care of my body, but yep. I also drink and smoke heavily.
1: Yeah, so maybe the walking counteracts the drinking and the smoking.
2: No, because I walk around in Los Angeles, so it's probably just as bad. Right, even like sixteen stogies.
1: Exactly. And so, is that something that uh, like concerns you that you think about, or I think, I think I don't think about it as much. Um, I should. Wait, thinking about. Thinking about like how that Not affects my body. Well. Yeah, yeah, and how that affects you, and if it will, you know, affect the longevity of your life, if that even matters. You know, I mean.
2: Well, I have felt like kind of fat recently. Oh really? I I've mean, been feeling that. I'm working actually no fat. No, I just feel like I've put yeah. on a few pounds, uh-huh. and it feels unnatural to me.
1: Have and you always been a skinnier guy? Yeah, for the most part. Yep, yep. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I grew to six foot three. Like by the time I was like thirteen. Oh wow. So.
1: So, I just stretched a, little, out. a little string bean. Yeah. A little Casey string bean. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, I didn't eat that much as a kid. Really? Yeah. Running around too busy, having fun, yeah. sort of thing. Smoking crack. Smoking crack, 13. Yeah. It's a true story. Shot up. Have my mom dusted. Your something. memoirs are going to be uh, interesting. <laughs> Can't wait. Um,. So yeah, so as far as exercising is concerned, you walk, but you don't—you're not really like thinking about that. It's not at the front of your mind. Or no. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I just—I just—I move around a lot, right? And especially when I'm working too. Yeah. A lot of heavy lifting. You know, I worked on a farm for like five years. Uh
1: huh. I'm I'm able to be active. A lot of active calories being burned. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, sure. sir. Absolutely. Sure. But it's not something that you're like you're dwelling on. You're thinking about like, no. oh fuck. On it. either side, you know, right. I'm not
2: really worried about being too unhealthy or being too out. I like that.
1: I think that's good. Just like, yeah. kind of like letting it happen. Yeah, leaf in the yeah. wind. Nice, very nice. All right, um, well, um, that's about it. Let's let us let us plug some stuff. Let's uh, let's tell people where they can find your music or or they can find any sort of uh, life tips. Those <laughs> memoirs that we were talking about, where you're gonna publish those. Um, you can, We can find you on Bandcamp, right? Yeah, Bandcamp. Rock Gut God. Rock Gut God. And we're going to play a track at the end of this. Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. Hell yeah, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming, Casey. I uh, really appreciate it. And by coming, I mean thanks for sitting at this table with me where we were both just hanging out already. <laughs> you got it, man. All right, man. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Painting the sky, the stars fall. Yeah.
2: Decaf left, regular
0: right. Decaf left, regular right. Very challenging work. <laughs>